0: Whether it's becoming a digital nomad or an entrepreneur or any other dream that you may have, you're always going to have doubts, but it's about learning to manage them and learning how to talk to yourself in a kind way and how to reframe some of those limiting beliefs. This is Grow to be Free, a
1: self-development podcast that helps ambitious ladies pursue their dreams while finding peace. Happiness and maintaining a thriving mental health. My name is Kiani, and I burnt myself out at age 22. I didn't know my purpose, I hated my job, I thought money was the answer to all my problems, and girl, was I sad. I fought through anxiety and depression by working on myself non-stop. Now, I can honestly say that I am happy, I find peace every single day, and I'm on a journey to discover my best life. Join me as I sit with other ambitious gals who have learned to unlock this new level of life. Think of us as the girlfriends that actually grow with you. We'll share all the tangible tips to help you transform your mindset, mental health, relationships, faith, and finances. Plug in your headphones, get ready to jot down some notes, and let yourself be inspired. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Grow To Be Free podcast. I am here with Lori Conkler. Lori is a personal brand and business coach for remote workers. She and her husband left their corporate jobs to become digital nomads and new business owners. After years of challenge and struggle in taking on their new lifestyle, they turn their businesses around to reach a level of financial success that matched their dream lifestyle. Lori goes by the zenial Traveler in the online world and helps remote business owners scale their businesses successfully to live the lifestyle of their dreams. So Lori, welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> so, yeah. where do we start, right?
1: <laughs> oh, let's start at the beginning. Why did you want to become a digital nomad?
0: I'll say I decided to that I wanted this before I even knew what it was called, honestly. <laughs> I've always had this sense of freedom. Like travel has been something since I've been young that I've just loved, you know, it started. I remember when I was little, you know, and going on trips with my grandma and like we flew to Boston together and it was just so exciting and looking forward to like every year we'd go to Florida. um, And I'm the person that's like, packing my bag a month in advance, like just planning this dream trip. And it's just always something that's excited me. And then, you know, as I got into to my career, and I was boxed into, you know, this American dream life, where, you know, you, you get the job, the cars, the house, uh, and the two weeks of vacation every year. And I'm just like, that's, that sucks, frankly, like, you know, for some people, that's fine. But for me, it was like, somebody was like cutting off my lifeline because I wanted to be able to travel. I wanted to have that, that freedom. And I didn't know exactly how to make that happen. My, I built my career in the hospitality industry. You know, I was a director of sales and marketing when I, I left um, my career and I got to see a lot of other people enjoying their lives, traveling, vacationing, because again, I was in the hospitality and tourism industry. So that's what we do is take care of other people on their travels. I'm like, I want that. And it's not fair that I don't get that. Um, And about (laughs) seven years ago now, I think it it has been, um, we took a month long vacation. I had saved up, you know, like all of my paid time off uh, and planned this like epic trip to New Zealand and Fiji. And it was amazing. I mean, absolutely amazing. Best trip ever. And then we came back to uh, Wisconsin in February, I think it was. (laughs) So if anyone has been in Wisconsin or is familiar with Wisconsin weather, it was cold. It was like below zero Fahrenheit. So it's like super below zero for those that you might be um, in other countries where it's Celsius, like it was cold. And just like had the realization we're not going to be able to to take another trip like this or even like a long weekend for another year. And I don't want that. I want the freedom to be able to, to travel on my terms, to live on my terms, to be able to work from anywhere. There's no reason, even the job that I was doing, like, yeah, technically, you know, I was working, um, you know, at a, a hotel as a director in sales of sales and marketing. But 90% of what I did could have been done remotely. And I actually tried to get them to to let me to, to do it remotely. And I said, okay, I'll pay to travel when I have to be on site for like a big uh, um, a big meeting or something. They're just like, no, no, you have to be on site. We can't set that precedent for other people. So we kind of just had this, this realization like, yeah, something has to change. We're in a good position. We have site savings. We have good credit let's do it and we sold everything like almost everything that we owned literally we sold our cars like we got rid of our house we had five uh like garage sales or thrift sales rummage sales depending on where you are (laughs) you call them different things and then we just we did it so we had decided to start in um the virgin islands in the caribbean and we didn't actually decide at first to be digital nomads it was more just i want to to start this lifestyle Uh, And I ended up, you know, we we started the first business, first two businesses within our first two months of being there. And they didn't necessarily go as planned. (laughs) You could say, Um, we didn't go about it correctly. And that's okay. I I went into it figuring, you know, I have all of this, this work experience and life experience, I can make this work, no problem. But I had never had a business like that, where I, I needed to know how to market myself properly. Yeah. So it didn't really work out as planned initially. And I ended up going back to um, the nine to five life for for a while. And at one point we came back to the States and I was traveling between the States and the Virgin Islands because um, I still have a business that I do there planning weddings, actually, in addition to some of my other businesses. Uh, And then I found a job that allowed us to come back there, allowed us to work remotely or allowed me to work remotely from anywhere. I'm like, okay, well, I don't necessarily need to have my own business. I can work for somebody else. I can do this. And then I was laid off after six months in this job. So uh, long story short, uh, you know, at that point I took the leap and said, either I continue doing this and working for other people and letting them control my life or I do it for myself. And that was, I don't know, four years ago. Uh, And that was when I left that nine to five life behind for good. And we kind of launched into this lifestyle officially as digital nomads. We've been location independent now for, well, almost four years, technically. We were in the Virgin islands for a while. We came back um, to the States and have been kind of just bouncing around since then.
1: Wow. Yeah, that is quite the story. And
0: yeah, so I feel in way more detail, but yeah, that's high level. Yeah. That, that's the story.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a few r- things that are really amazing about this. And if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, like either the digital nomad lifestyle sounds great to me or whether you're like, oh, that's not necessarily something I want to pursue. I think the real key here is the fact that, Lori had a dream. She had a goal. Like she really (laughs) wanted to go after something that she wanted. And I think we all can relate to that in some way, no matter what our dreams or our goals are. Um, But the incredible thing about Lori, I feel like first off, like she went after it. Her and her husband just like straight up went all in, and so you know, sometimes that is the kick that we need to actually mm-hmm. like pursue our dreams. Imagine how many Absolutely. people are out there just not even taking that first step. So that number one is like super amazing about this story, and then number two, I can imagine how much criticism you must have gotten, Lori, um, yeah. at the beginning <laughs> from like friends and family. So talk a little bit about that and what that was like.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, when we first told our parents, uh, um, my mom started crying. Oh <laughs> uh, so. Like first, because it was just the idea of like leaving them. Uh, yeah. you know, we had always lived within a few hours of our parents at least, you know, so it, they could hop in a car and see us, you know, that same day if they wanted to, uh, so that in itself was was tough, but then, then the judgment came and the criticism and people didn't understand, you know, the lifestyle, even our good friends didn't necessarily understand the drive and why we would want to do this. And it's, you know, well, well, why would you do this to me? Why would you do this to us? Like, we're never going to see you, you know, like, oh, you're never going to see your nieces or nephews or, you know, you're, it's just why, why me? And it's like how it affects them. And we started to see this trend and realize like we have to kind of push back against this because it it came from all directions except family and friends. And it was, you know, why? What about us? How is this going to affect us? And well what are you going to do for money? And what if, you know, it doesn't work? And what if, what if, what if, uh, you know, and it's like they're they're trying to like put this doubt into your head but I also feel as though some of that comes from a place, some of it, you know, is definitely like a place of care. They, they, they do care about us and that's why they're criticizing us. Um, but it, it was hard. It was hard to have that judgment and that criticism just because someone doesn't understand something doesn't mean that it's not right. But when we, you know, we, we've been living, you know, the traditional lifestyle for many, many years. So it came as a shock, I think, to a lot of people. And one day we're just like, yeah, we're selling everything and we're leaving and we're going to go do this. (laughs) So yeah, it was, um, it was interesting. Um, I would say that we still get some level of criticism, you know, uh, seven years later, but much less Um, our family and friends have become a lot more accepting of this lifestyle.
1: Yeah. Well, that's good. And it's, it's good to know that it, even though there's still a little bit of criticism here and there, it's like, well, you're so deep into it now. Like just accept it. And it's, it's not going to be, that hard for the whole time, you know, this to no. pass kind of thing.
0: Exactly. And it's kind of just like making your your friends and family and your your network that don't understand the lifestyle, it's learning to teach them about it, you know, in a way that makes mm-hmm. them at least respect what you're doing. They may never fully understand it. But to understand that you can have stability, you can get your dreams, you know, and just because it doesn't align with their life, uh, you know, whatever it is, whether it's digital nomadism or any other goal that you have, um, that it's your life. You only have one life to live. And eventually these people will understand, you know, that you need to do something for you. Um, and that's what we we needed to do this for us. Uh, and so they've gotten on board slowly and we've pushed back too, and just said, this is what we want. And we're doing it, whether you like it or not, like guilt might have worked in the past on us, but it's not going to work in the future.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. The guilt thing can get a lot of people like, (laughs) and it feels bad. Like you actually do feel bad sometimes when people Mm -hmm. are uh, essentially complaining to you about your lifestyle. Um, But like, Mm -hmm. how did you directly handle those conversations? It sounded like you, you guys just said like, hey, we're doing this, whether you like it or not, but like. Mm Um, how, what was that process of helping them learn and helping them to mm-hmm. understand or teaching them a little bit about why you're doing this like what did that look like and how did you do it
0: well what I would tell anybody is be prepared ahead of time and we weren't necessarily but as we started to to learn that we should have been a little more prepared you know it's for us it looked like you know helping our parents especially to understand you know um, don't want to give away my age necessarily but we're not you know really young people necessarily, you know, so we've been adults for a while living our life and we've managed, you know, we've gone through tough times living in Wisconsin. Why can't we go through tough times living from anywhere else um, necessarily? Like we're smart people. We we can do this Uh, and, you know, making, having those conversations, especially with your parents, like, okay, like, do you doubt that, that I, I know what's best for us kind of like reassuring them? Like, I've gotten myself this far, right? Um, So this is just something new. It's something different. And helping them understand and see that, yeah, okay, yeah, you've overcome challenges before. This is just a different kind of a challenge. And also making them understand that just because we were leaving and leaving home, uh, home, you know, like, because we may have been like a few hours away from my in-laws at least, um, that just because we were leaving didn't mean we weren't going to see them. And actually... When it comes to the digital nomad lifestyle what i will say is that we actually spend more quality time with our family especially our parents now i think than we did when we were working nine to fives because it was like okay uh, you know we didn't live like next door to them. even you know my parents i think we lived like 45 minutes away you know when we we took this leap and then um, my in-laws were like three or four hours away so we always had to plan, right? It was like, okay, for my parents, like, let's go over for dinner for like an hour or let's go spend a weekend, you know, every couple of months with, with my in-laws, um, but we weren't spending quality time with them. But now it's like, we have plans. So you come visit me, you know, um, wherever we are and we spend a week together and we actually like go out and do activities and we do things together. Or like right now I'm actually in Wisconsin and we're here for the summer to, to visit our family. And we, my in-laws have um, two houses, so we're able to stay in one of their houses, but they're just like 20 minutes away and we're able to spend all sorts of time together. And now I have freedom in my schedule to be able to to do that. And I don't have to worry about my job because if I want to take a day off, I can say I'm taking a day off, right? Um, mm-hmm. So helping them to just really understand that just because it's different doesn't mean that it has to be worse for anybody. And I I think at this point, at least our parents understand, like can see, like we, we have spent quality time together. Like my in-laws came actually at one point and spent a month with us in the Virgin Islands uh, and stayed with us. So it's like, we never got that kind of quality time together. We probably spent more time together in that one month than we did in like three years before that. So it's just learning to change perspective yeah. a lot of times, I think, and helping our family and our friends. To, to see that we need to take a step back sometimes and just look at the big picture and realize like what is it that you are so concerned about and what are you going to do for money? Well, what have I done for money for the last however many years? Like I make it happen. Uh, I, I've never been homeless. I I mean, well, technically, I guess as a digital nomad, I am homeless, but uh, <laughs> I've never been out without means to to have have a roof over my head or food to eat. We've always figured it out and we always will. So I think just reassuring them that we're adults, like we're glad that you care about us, but we can do this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's a very mature way to handle the conversation too. So thanks for painting that picture for us. And um, whether it whether it had to do with your, your family's perspective or what your friends might have been saying, um, or maybe if it just had to do with the sheer fact that it was super hard at the beginning, <laughs> did you and your husband ever doubt your decisions? I think I know the answer to this. But, <laughs> oh, and like, oh, how wow. did you
0: handle that. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And sometimes it'll still come up. But um, you know, I would say the, the first time we probably had doubts was probably the second we arrived in the Virgin Islands and realized, okay, this is where we live now. Like, we gave up our house, we, we don't have any place to fly back to, like, this is it, you know, this is what we're doing. Um, crap, like, we quit our jobs, like, there's nothing like, we're living <laughs> on our savings at this point, right? Because our businesses are just starting up, and we don't have income coming in yet. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like, did we make the right choice? And you know, after we, and before that, even once you saw your stuff, it's kind of just like, oh okay well our car is gone like all of our winter clothes are gone like our furniture is gone it's like we've done this we've done this but then it's like what did we do um so so absolutely i mean even from the day one you really you you have doubts um and you know, once once we were living this life every day. You know, you probably have some. You're gonna have some semblance of doubt. You know, whether it's becoming a digital nomad or an entrepreneur or um, any other dream that you may have. You're always gonna have doubts, but it's about yeah. learning to manage them and to learning how to talk to yourself in a kind way and how to you know reframe some of those limiting beliefs. Because when it comes to doubts, like it really it comes down to what you believe and what you believe you're capable of and we you know, have to remind ourselves that we've really accomplished a lot and a lot of people look at us and are like oh my god i i want to do what you've done and we keep going you know so i think really being able to to overcome that is is huge but doubts <laughs> yeah everything like did we make the wrong choice um are we going to make enough money to pay our bills this month? Uh, Oh, a big one was um, when we, this was in St. Croix too, actually, but for two weeks living without plumbing. Um, And this happened actually, it happened on Christmas day one year. (laughs) We were having friends over for Christmas and we literally had no plumbing except for our kitchen sink. We had no toilets, no showers, no anything. Um, But you know what? We still hosted Christmas. (laughs) It was it was amazing. But yeah, definitely had some some doubts during that two week period without any plumbing, Um like what what are we doing here?
1: For the last four years, I personally have been using journaling as a healing practice, and it's literally transformed my life. It's one of the key ways I've been able to work through my anxiety, get myself out of depression and really begin to thrive in life. If you're looking to get into journaling or you are in need of a new one, the ambitious piece journals are now available on Amazon. For those of you who don't know, these are super cute aesthetic journals with a different encouraging, motivational, and insightful quote on every single page. They're small enough to fit in a purse, they're college ruled, and have 150 pages of space to free write, jot down your life plan, or to process those really tough thoughts and emotions. If you have been watching this on youtube or spotify you'll be able to see what they look like but i will describe them for everybody so don't worry one is this monochromatic chocolate wave design the second one is another monochromatic look but it's like a pink light pink painting on canvas And the last one is a light blue white square geometric pattern that is very satisfying to the eye. My favorite one happens to be the chocolate one, but I'm looking forward to hearing which one is your favorite. So let me know in the comments or in your reviews. Again, you can find these on Amazon. I will link the Amazon link in the description of this show. And without further ado, let's get back to the episode. Yeah, Yeah, I love what you said about having to reframe your thoughts and being nice to yourself. I feel like we practice doing this in small ways in our daily lives, but Mm -hmm. um, I can imagine how tough that is to do it with like these bigger life decisions. And one of the recommendations that you made was looking at how far you've come and looking Mm -hmm. at what you've accomplished so far. How did you so at the beginning, you and your husband have never done this lifestyle before you guys have never (laughs) been entrepreneurs like in those moments, though, when you're like, dang, I've, I've never done this before, I literally have no idea if I can even do this, because I've never done it before. Like, what was the thought process that really helped you get going in that time?
0: Well, the vision, the vision of the future life that that we are going to have. I am a big fan of visualization um uh, and being able to look at that future as though it is your reality. Because things are not always going to go your way and they're not always going to be sunshine and rainbows, um uh, but figuring it out, like we're just we're going to figure it out. We knew we were going to figure it out. Being able to have that bigger vision every day of what we were working towards so that we can stay motivated and stay on track towards reaching that goal um, has been huge, as well as finding a network uh, of people to support you that understand what you're going through. And this, you know, comes in depending on, and of course, you know, on what, you know, dream it is that you are pursuing or what goal you're pursuing. And this comes in different fashions, like as a digital nomad and, um, you know, like an expat, even it's finding your network of people and as a digital nomad, that's can be a little tougher because obviously like a lot of people are traveling. We like slow travel. Um, my husband and I say we, because my husband honestly doesn't love travel as much as I do. So <laughs> that's our compromise, uh, is, is the slow travel. So you do have an, the, um, ability to really form some bonds with people. But even online, like as an entrepreneur, I focus on helping people build their businesses, you know, remotely and finding those networks of people online that you can connect with, uh, to, to support you is, is huge in terms of, um, Cause the thing is you are the product of the five people that you surround yourself with most. So if you don't know what to do, go meet people that do right. And, put those people in your world. If you don't know how to be a digital nomad, then go freaking interact with some digital nomads and you know, meet them and do meetups, make plans with them. If you don't know how to start a business, go surround yourself with other business owners, hire a coach, you know, hire a mentor, get help, get support and have a network of people around you. Like that is so huge, like whatever it is that you want to do, whether you want to go sell jewelry, whether you want to be a digital nomad, uh, whether you want to be, you know, a famous concert pianist, whatever it is, like meet the people that are doing what what you want to do.
1: That is great advice, and I love how you put it too, because it can go for anything, like. No matter what you want to do, if you just start surrounding yourself with those people, you will start to take on the same character traits and qualities Mm -hmm. that that person has. And, And even if it's not that, you now get a better sense of what that lifestyle is like and what it actually means to become a digital nomad or entrepreneur or whatever it might be. I wanted to ask you too, what are some common pitfalls that you find either in entrepreneurship or the digital nomad lifestyle that people tend to fall into when they're just starting out? And how can we avoid these pitfalls?
0: Okay. Well, I can give you some of both. Uh, I will say as a digital nomad, uh, well, (laughs) a digital nomad entrepreneur, uh, it is one of the big things that happens for people is they get sidetracked from their businesses by the lifestyle um and it's like okay i'm on vacation 24 7 and you're not so you need to have routines still in place to be, and this is really whether you're an entrepreneur or a digital nomad or both um to to stay on track is you know creating routines that you take with you even if you whether you're in bali whether you're in wisconsin whether you're in mexico uh, anywhere in the world like I wake up every morning and I go for a walk and <clears throat> I listen to usually like audiobooks or podcasts and or I catch up on like messages and I do voice memos, you know like that's my routine every morning and then I have you know like my morning like breakfast or protein shake. Um, and then I start my work day, right and I need to do that wherever I am. And my schedule might adjust. You know, if we're in a new place and we really want to have time to explore, I might say, okay, I'm only taking meetings today between, you know, 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. And then we're going out and exploring the rest of the day. But you have to have routines and habits and processes in place to really find success as an entrepreneur or a digital nomad Um, and to be committed and show for your to actually achieving your dream, even when it seems like it's not going to to work out or it's not going to happen, you know, like, so whether you've left the, your nine to five and already started your digital nomad life, or whether you're dreaming of doing it and you're planning for it, you have to, to have those ideas, those processes in place and know that it's going to get hard. You're going to face challenges, but it's how you choose to overcome those challenges and those obstacles uh, that are going to determine how you succeed. Um, And for me, like having those habits and processes in place has been been really huge, no matter where we are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're really big about habits and routines here on this podcast. So uh, it's good to hear just how much more it translates when you're doing something difficult, (laughs) like traveling the world and starting a business.
0: And it's really easy to get distracted uh, from the business when you're traveling the world. So that there, it's so important to have those.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It's kind of like the, um, the anchor that holds you down. Those mm-hmm, habits. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mentioned something about commitment and I feel like the day and age in which we live and I feel like it's getting tougher and tougher for people who are just younger and, uh, just haven't had so much life experience or maybe it's just the the type of world we live in right now, I feel like commitment is really hard for people. And whether it be marriage, whether it be, you know, something a little bit more minimal. Um, but like a commitment to one's dream, I feel like is something that people are letting go. Mm-hmm. And I am wondering what your thoughts are on this and like why that is and And maybe sharing some of your own um, journey with that and and how you've learned to really be committed to your dream that has gotten hard in the past.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, I think part of why that happens is just because we have so much information coming at us from all angles all of the time. So it's hard to stay focused on any one thing because it's just like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, okay. I want to be a digital nomad. Oh, but wait, shiny object over there. (laughs) I actually want to go live and work on this farm out in Montana or whatever, you know, whatever it might be. It's like this opportunity pops up. I'm going to go do that. And it's like even attention span of like listening to a podcast or, you know, watching a video on social media. It's like people's attention spans are so short these days and, you know, I'm not going to date myself necessarily with my age, but um, I would say the younger people get the harder time they have with this because, you know, a lot of people now like Gen Z or whatever, like where you grew up with this, you know, and it's just gotten worse and worse and worse uh, and harder and harder to stay focused and stay committed. So it's completely understandable why people have an issue with this because so much is changing and there's just so many things and options to choose from. So it's just like, Oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do that. Um, but Mm -hmm. staying committed, it is easier than, than it sounds sometimes. Um, and, and for me, it's again, coming back to that vision. Um, I am a big fan of visualization, um, of the vision boards, uh, you know, and, not that that in itself is enough you have to do the work but reminding yourself of your why and why you're doing something Aww. and uh, um, it's really important and I actually you know I I have a, a coaching program and that's the first thing that that people I have them do from day 1 is define their why and why they're doing this why they want to to live this remote based lifestyle and why they want to start their businesses and And knowing that and then having it somewhere like written so that you can go back to it when you get a little led astray, you can always go back and be like, yeah, that's right. Like, I want this lifestyle. I want to experience new cultures. I want to meet new people. I want to make more money. And then I can make in my nine to five getting, you know, a raise of 3% per year. You know, it's um, remembering why you're doing it. And it's easy to get distracted Mm -hmm. from that. And that's okay. It's normal to get distracted but having some just like go-to methods for yourself to help reel yourself back in, I think is really important.
1: Mm, yeah. Aside from the visualization, is there any other go-to methods that you have to reel yourself back in if you're ever straying away?
0: Um. Well, also just being able to, um, take the time to to meditate uh, which i'm a big proponent of uh, some people struggle with that but it really it doesn't have to be like you meditate for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour. It can be like 30 seconds just of like breathing exercises just to like ground yourself and like just be like okay. What am i really wanting to do here like because it's we live in a world that where I feel like everybody at this point in life has got ADHD because there's just so much coming at us and it's so easy to lose that commitment. Um, and to remind ourselves again, the why, um, it's just the reminding yourself of why you're doing it and also having habits and having, um, you know, things that you do. Like for me, I like to create, you know, every, every Sunday I, write my list for the week my brain dump but i like to call it i don't really like to call it a to-do list but it's just a brain dump of everything that is in my head that i know i want to do and every day i focus on you know just one to three things that are my priorities and that helps me be able to better stay focused and committed because then it doesn't become overwhelming Um, i don't let myself look at that big list all the time because that is overwhelming and then it's easy to just be like oh i just I can't do this. And then you want to walk away and you're not committed to it. So being able to just focus on little things uh, um, instead of always the big picture has also been something that for me personally, um, as well as a lot of my clients has been really helpful.
1: I love that. Yeah, definitely having that focus on one to three things that that can be life changing right there. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really yeah, because I'm definitely that type of person who can get super distracted and be, like, overstimulated by all the things that need to be done. And when you have so many ideas, too, you're like, oh, like, I have to do all of this. And then you end up doing none of it or, like, a little bit of everything and, it, like, nothing happens. So
0: Yeah, and then, on you, and then you beat yourself up things. because you you didn't do it and then it's easier sometimes to just kind of go astray. So, yeah, it's been really it's something i teach because i just i'm such a big proponent of, of trying to just bite-sized pieces right you don't have to do everything all at once just staying committed to like the one goal and being able to break down those big big goals into to smaller ones and so you ca- constantly have wins too that you can celebrate because if your big goal is leaving your job and becoming a digital nomad it might take you a year or something to get there um, but what can you do today to help get you closer and by having those 1 to 3 things to focus in on it doesn't seem so big.
1: Mhm. Yeah. I love that. That's just such a such great advice. So I kind of want to open it up to you and allow you to talk about any other advice for people who might be hesitant to start on their dream or on their goal. That seems just like a big old mountain to them. They're like, I really want to achieve X, but Mm -hmm. I I don't, it's either I don't know where to start or it just seems like a big, overwhelming thing. Yet I really want to do it. Um, What, what advice would you have for those people?
0: Um, Again, I mean, it kind of goes back to those bite-sized pieces, but knowing that, uh, you want something like that's step one, right. Uh, of, of knowing that, write it down and be very clear on what it is that you want and make it real, make it concrete, right. Because if it's just an idea, it's just something that you can just let go really easily. Like start making a plan and taking action, like, <laughs> action, action, action. Like that's, uh, that's what I can, can tell you. And it doesn't need to be, you know, all in, like make a plan of how you are going to achieve this and make it realistic for yourself. Uh, um, don't allow yourself to, to get overwhelmed as, as excited as you are. And how you want this again, you know, whether it's your business, whether it's, you know, this digital nomad lifestyle, whether, you know, it's, buying a car or whatever it is. Um, knowing that every goal that we have is a process and it's very, very rare. I'm not going to say impossible, but very rare that you're going to be able to just go into something and automatically like, bam, like that habit, right? It's going to be a process. So prepare yourself for that process and what it's going to look like um, and have a, have a plan of achieving for achieving that goal. That is good for you, and it feels good to you. Because if you just say, "Oh, well, so and so did it this way, and it worked for them," but if that's not your way of doing things, it's not going to work. Um, I will. I don't know if you're familiar with SMART goals, but that's it's an easy way to really set, really defined goals. And you know, for people listening, if you're not familiar, I mean, if you, you can literally Google it and find tons of information on SMART goals. But it's goals that are specific, measurable attainable or achievable, depending on the model you're looking at. It can stand for either, um, what did I say? SM are relevant, uh, um, and, or realistic and, uh, uh, timely. So, you know, you need to not just say, I want to be a digital nomad. You say, okay, I would like to leave my job and start my digital nomad life by, you know, X date. And then you have a concrete goal and then you can set the mini goals in between now and then to actually get you there. And every, you know, I like to do it by quarter. Then you kind of just take another look at that. And even just by month of what am I doing right now? What can I do right now? Like every goal doesn't, if you think only about the big picture, it gets overwhelming. So don't let it overwhelm you and take it piece by piece. So you will get there. I promise you, like, trust me, if you would have told me eight years ago that I would be here talking to you about this, I probably would not have believed you. Like, I probably would not have believed that it was possible. Um, And if you would have told me that I would have been, you know, making as much money as I am right now, like, it's by far much more than I've ever made in my nine to five, you know, and that I would have, like, five times my income in a matter of a year, I wouldn't have believed it but it's possible if you're committed to it and being able to create plans that that work for you is, is a huge part of it. It's a huge part of it and getting support in some fashion, whether it's paid or whether it's just, you know, accountability partners, having someone to support you do it. (laughs) You need it.
1: Are you enjoying this episode as much as I am girl? I hope so. If you're getting anything positive from this podcast, I would love it if you left a review and shared it with a friend you feel like needs to hear it. I know you hear this a lot, but this is really the only way other people can benefit and grow from this information as well. If you listen to this podcast, I'm assuming you have a desire for the world to be in a better place. And what better way to do that than by spreading awareness of self-development to help each person grow and be better a little more each day. And you might be asking, well, what's in it for you? Well, I'll shout you out on a future episode if you leave a review. Plus, at that point, we're pretty much friends. (laughs) And the best part, it's completely free. So thank you so much for being a listener of Grow To Be Free. It really means the world to me. And now, back to the episode. Oh my gosh! Well, that was that was a great like final thought. <laughs> I love it. I feel I feel inspired. <laughs> so I'm sure there are other people listening to this that are. Um, so Lori, you have some really great programs that you have, and you also have a really amazing Facebook group where people can get that um, that networking with people who are either entrepreneurs or digital nomads or on the path to that. Talk a little bit about what you got for our listeners that can help support them in their journey.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I will say, you know, um, if you're not ready, or you're not sure if you're ready yet for for this lifestyle, go ahead, join um, our Facebook group. It's called the Build and Scale a Profitable Business Work from Anywhere. Um, it's literally like what you what you're thinking you want to do. Like type it out in Facebook, you'll find the group. Um, I think you'll also also link it, but. Um, It's a really great place for those that are starting businesses and scaling businesses like from literally startup to scale process um, to support you to network with other like minded entrepreneurs and digital nomads to ask questions and get answers like we are a very supportive group I don't know. A lot of facebook groups are like really just like overwhelming in themselves these days and i promise it is not one of those we don't allow any sales or promos it's literally just like a support system for you as you are are you know starting this adventure for yourself Um, in terms of programs i have um, my signature program which is called the remote business accelerator um rba for short and that is exactly what it sounds if you need help or want help accelerating your remote based business to allow you to live and work from anywhere that you want and to start that dream life of leaving your nine to five in the rear view mirror forever. Um, you, you're going to want to check it out and I'm happy to jump on a call with you and kind of just explain more about what it's about, but it's, you know, coaching with me. It's courses on how to start your business, how to you know, present yourself online and build your personal brand to, you know, mindset coaches that are going to help you to actually get results from your business and help you to, you know, reach your goals. And it also includes a a networking and uh, virtual co-working uh, space as well, so that you are able to surround yourself with other entrepreneurs, digital nomads, and remote-based business owners that can really be there to support you and get results in your business and reach your goals of leaving your job and, and making you know, whatever amount of money makes you feel comfortable. I don't like to say a number because not everybody needs to make 10k. And some people want 50k. And some people are fine with $2,000 a month, as long as they can travel. So uh, but yeah, we are we're there to, to help you reach your goals uh, um, in the Facebook group as well as in our programs.
1: Amazing. I love it. Yeah. I love how you have kind of a range and it doesn't matter what amount of money you need to make, you can still get help from that. So <laughs> thanks. Yeah, for explaining it. <laughs> Yeah. So. And I will link all of this in the show notes so you can find it. Um, and then if you want to follow Lori, I believe you are the Xenial Traveler on Instagram. And then what other, aside from Facebook, what other platforms can people find you?
0: Um, yep. So on, well, on, on Facebook, it's the build and scale a profitable, um, business Facebook group, or you can just connect with me, Lori Conkler and my personal profile on Instagram. It is, uh, just Zeniel Traveler Nova in front of it. I am on LinkedIn, um, as well, just under my name, Lori Conkler, um, and those are kind of my main main places that I hang out, uh, and we do have you know an email list too where you can kind of keep up with us um, and get information, get you know resources, and of course get notified when we are going going live or, or doing our own episodes of our own shows. So.
1: Perfect. Yes. And those will be linked in the show notes as well. So thank you, Lori. I really appreciate your time. Um, I I am a person of faith, so I do like to pray for my guests at the end of the episode, just real quick, if you'd allow me.
0: Okay. Yes. I, I, that's totally fine with me. <laughs> I'm already in position. So. Okay. Awesome.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> awesome. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for Lori and her amazing, um, Ability to connect with people and give them what they need in the season that they're in. I could tell that you've really blessed her with an ability to... Um teach and to really translate the things that she's learned in her own life to apply it to other people's lives and i thank you that she's making an impact on people to be able to pursue their dreams and overcome the challenges of business ownership and being able to travel and do the things that they love so lord i pray for an incredible financial blessing upon lori and her husband's businesses and uh,